This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Because right now people are afraid. They have a huge fear of stepping on a scale. Our focus is not that overall number. We don't care, honestly. What we care about is, are you healthy? Number one, what is it going to take to get to that point? And are you doing the, the simple things that we talk about every day? Welcome to the Daily Dietitian Podcast. I am your host, Stacey Mitchell, registered dietitian and personal trainer. I am so happy to have you here. My goal for this podcast is to break down the latest health topics and help clear the clutter in the messy world of nutrition and fitness. We hope to inspire, educate, and entertain all things wellness. We cut the baloney of the food shaming and focus on making healthy habits that work for you. Join us as we talk with experts in their fields on how to feel our best in our own body and mind. Hello and welcome. Thank you for joining us this week. We have a wonderful episode for you with guest registered dietitian Jess Schrader, business owner of Expedition Wellness, which is an online and in-person nutrition consulting business educating people on what to eat to help them reach their health goals. Jess shares stories about her clients from helping them make better relationships with their body and food to sports nutrition and so much more. The topic of today highlights the scale, that evil scale, right? I am not one to recommend using the scale because there is so much more going on in the body. And when those numbers go up on the scale, how do you feel? Yeah, those feelings are probably negative. The question today is, does the scale give an accurate measure of what is happening in your body? Your basic scale does not, but Jess talks about her in-body scale they have at their locations. This scale takes a deeper look at body composition and what that can say about your eating habits, muscle composition, water levels, hormones, constipation, that time of the month, and more. I want to add a disclaimer. Knowing these numbers is not recommended for everyone, but if you are in the stage of being totally comfortable with knowing more about your body composition, this can be extremely helpful. This conversation is so interesting, you won't want to miss. It's so great to have you here. Will you introduce yourself and tell everyone who you are and what you do? Awesome. Thanks for having me. Um, My name is Jess Schrader. I am owner of Exhibition Wellness. We are based in uh, West Des Moines. We actually have two other satellite locations, one in eastern Iowa in my hometown of West Liberty, Iowa. And we are just opening a new location in Ankeny on Friday, um, which I don't know when everybody will be listening to this, but Friday will be April 1st, no joke. Uh, So we are super excited to be expanding. Uh, We have lots of other expansion plans in the future, but we're super excited for that. Um, Outside of being a dietitian and a a boss babe, I am a marathoner, 
I am an outdoors junkie. I do anything and everything outdoors, uh, from biking to obviously running, hiking, backpacking. I'm a part of a local business called uh, Wonder Women, um, and I'm a guide, and I take women out on, like, all-inclusive camping, backpacking, um, canoeing trips. Uh, So we just do all kinds of fun things with that. Um, and that just like warms my heart and like fills my soul with happiness, uh, just getting women out into the outdoors and feeling comfortable and confident in doing so. And I also love national parks. Um, I'm a national park lover. I, I try to get to at least anywhere, oh, honestly, I at least try to get to five a year and, um, COVID has, you know, kind of put a damper on some of that, but luckily the national parks are outdoors, so we can still go do that even with COVID. So, um, we still make sure to do that. So I have two kids. I have an 11 and a half year old and an eight year old, and uh, they keep me busy. We've got soccer starting tonight, so that'll be fun <laughs> having that. Um, so yeah, that's just a little bit about me. Just a little bit. Can you teach me how you get all that done? <laughs> You're making uh, me look yeah, bad, right? <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, it's it's a crazy life for sure. It, it's funny because that's just me. That's just who I am, and I don't even think really anything about it. And then I'll have people come up to me and like with opening the third location this week. And I was at a wilderness first aid training all weekend and I'm talking about, they're like, well, you have a really crazy week coming up. I'm like, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Like (laughs) it's just like a normal crazy week to me. And they're like, I mean, that's amazing. Like you just got back last week from LA running a marathon and now you're at this training and next week you're opening another location. Like, how are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. Just do it. Oh my gosh, which it's crazy. probably reflects on the name of your business. It does actually. That's actually how um, it came about. I, I was blessed um, when I first started or decided to open a business. Um, things with my previous employer, um, they decided to shut down kind of the nutrition department, and so it like kind of left me, you know, hanging. Like, what am I going to do? What do I want to, you know, where do I want to go from here? And honestly, I just felt like it was the perfect time to start a business. I'd always wanted to start a business. And at the time, and still obviously now, I'm very into the outdoors and and all things, you know, travel and um, obviously wellness and, and exercise and everything. So the word expedition came up um, through the word journey because, you know, weight loss and nutrition and everything that we do in life is, is really a journey, right? And so I Googled what is a synonym to journey and expedition came up and I'm like, that's it. That's the word. That's, that's my word. Uh, so expedition wellness um, was established and we, we did all of that within 30 days. So again, like crazy life. Um, I found out at the beginning of June that I was going to be losing my job. And my goal was I had established, you know, this big clientele base already with my previous employer and we had no contracts. So all those, people could come with me. And I knew that like, if I let too much time lapse that I could, I could lose them potentially. Right. And so I just busted my butt for those 30 days. And I was so blessed to have the right people in my life at that moment. And um, a friend of mine who was great with websites, great with all these things helped me get things set up. And she's actually the one who helped me come up with my name. So I had to give her a little credit there um, because she was the one who really helped me come up with it. I love hearing all that. Uh, With this whole process, what's your main message uh, within your business and helping clients? Yeah, so I would say 
one of the biggest words that comes out, and I feel like a lot of dietitians will just kind of laugh at this because, I mean, I feel like we all try to teach this, but balance, right? Like, you know, we all have crazy lives and it's all about those choices that we make each and every day. So helping other busy moms, especially, I'd say like that's kind of our, our main clientele, um, teaching them how to be busy, but still eat healthy and still provide a healthy meal for their families and for themselves. And that's challenging, as we know, because a lot of times we have kids that are picky eaters or we're running from our job to get kids to soccer practice. And then we get home and it's like, oh, I still have to make dinner. And then I got to get kids in the bat. Like, there's just so many things. And I don't care if you even don't have, if you don't have kids, like, you're still busy. We're all busy. So just helping people execute. So I feel like a lot of people, well, they feel like they know what they're doing, but they really don't. Um, they just don't know how to execute, right? Like, I feel like the execution part is just the missing piece for so many people. And so it really is our goal at Exhibition Wellness to help our clients execute. So not just making a meal plan for them, that's like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, but giving them lists of ideas like, okay, here's, here's some ideas that you could do for breakfast. Here are some ideas for lunch. So that on any given week, they can stock up and have those things available and be successful because it's not all things that they have to prepare from scratch because who has time for that? We all know that when you're busy, you don't have time for that. And so that's really what we're trying to teach is how to live a healthy life, but in balance. And that means, yeah, going out and having a pizza and beer, you know, every once in a while, but you know, most of the time getting your protein, getting your veggies, getting your fruits, like getting all those, you know, goodness throughout the week and then you know having some fun on the weekend if if need be so balance yes uh us dietitians like to have fun too right we do (laughs) absolutely that's what i tell all my clients i'm like i'm not sitting at home on my butt all weekend like i'm out having fun you should too and i think that's something that i always try to model and make sure that i'm teaching obviously we don't want people like going out like getting wasted drugs or anything like that but like you can have fun and you can laugh and you can have a drink or two and you can still make decent food choices while enjoying the company of others. You don't need to feel like, Oh, I can't eat that. Or, or, Oh, I don't know. Or, Oh, I might eat too much. It's like, it's okay. Have some, you know, you don't need to eat a whole pizza. Letting go of the food controlling our lives. It kind of, and and finding that balance. Yes. Absolutely. So tell us about your clients. Who are the people that are coming to seek you? So, I mean, honestly, when people ask me this, because as a business owner, of course, I get asked this all the time. Um, You know, we work with uh, anyone starting from like, we have kiddos. So we have um, student athletes that we work with, uh, which we, I think all of us dietitians here at Exhibition Wellness will agree. Like we love doing that. Um, Especially if you get a passionate you know, teenager who really wants to like learn. Like I used to be that teenager and like, I want to help them, you know, be able to be their best version of themselves, you know, in sports in high school. Cause I didn't have that till um, I was my senior year track season. when I finally figured out like the, the connection of nutrition to sports and, and performance. And I wish I would have figured that out sooner because I think it would have been a whole different story. But anyways, we have lots of fun with those kids. Um, and then anywhere from like 18 to, I gosh, I think our oldest right now is maybe 70 some years old. You know, we work with so many 
people, um, mostly women. Uh, we do have some male clients, which we, we love and adore, um, but they're just a whole different, you know, <laughs> piece to work with. Um, but yeah, women varying from 18 to, to 70, and many of them are moms, they're busy moms, they're working moms. Um, but we have single, we have single women, we have, I mean, we, we have it all. And those are the people that are coming to see us. And are they coming to you specifically for meal planning, weight loss, other related issues with food? Yeah, um, mostly weight loss. I would say that's kind of our primary topic. Like I said, we do have some athletes, um, which are not weight loss, obviously. They are typically weight gain, actually, um, or just learning how to fuel their bodies properly for whatever sports they're in, which is so important. Um we have a lot of women that just want to learn too about um, maybe they have celiac disease, maybe they do have diabetes and maybe they do need to have some weight loss as well. But it's also a, education is a big component of that because I'm, I'm very passionate about that and kind of our core values here at exhibition wellness are to educate and make sure that we are doing that for every one of our clients and for the general public, because to me, that's how we're going to make change happen is education. And when these people understand what they're eating and how much they should eat and what that looks like for their body, then who knows what kind of impact we can have on the future, right? Yes. Part of the process. I love it. It Um, is. Absolutely. I think I heard from a previous episode or podcast, I should say, um, you may have some equipment that sets you apart uh, in kind of the scientific knowledge to helping with this weight loss solution. Am I right? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) I'm glad you brought that up. Yes. So we have um, an in-body scale. And for those listeners that are not familiar with in-body, in-body provides us with a full body composition analysis of every single one of our clients. So we are able to measure their different, there's actually two different types of water in our bodies. We're able to separate that out and measure the different types of water. Um, I like to kind of simplify it for clients and say good water and bad water. You know, good water is the water we drink. That's the water that kind of goes with our muscle cells. Um, It's all the good stuff. And then there's the extracellular water, which is, I call the bad water. And that's the water that, you know, it's going to go up if you're dehydrated, if you had too much salt if you have inflammation going on. So I can usually kind of pinpoint, I have a lot of clients with, you know, inflammatory conditions and I can pinpoint when they're having like a flare up or if a flare up is like coming just through that number. Um, I can tell if they're not drinking enough water. So uh, it's, it's just a very nice tool to have. Um, But on the, on another end of it, we have, we're able to pinpoint the dry lean mass. And so we're able to really tell how much actual muscle they have and what their fluctuations are looking like with their muscle mass. So that gives me a lot of leverage with like, okay, I know you're not eating enough protein here or, you know, we're not feeling the body properly. So it gives us leverage on a whole nother level. Um, And then of course we can see the fat. So we can see exactly what they're losing and if they're losing just water or muscle or if they are indeed losing fat. And that's really, really important. I just had a client in right before um, we started today and she, her overall weight stayed about the same. She lost like 0.6, but her muscle and water had went up and her fat had dropped actually two pounds. 
And as we were, wa- I was walking her back out to, to see her off for the day. I said, what a joy it is to have this breakdown. Because if you would have stepped on the scale at home, you would have been like, gosh, darn it. I've been working so hard. I'm doing all the right things. And my weight's staying the same. But with the breakdown, it really helps teach them that their weight is more than just that overall number and that there's more to it. And so honestly, I don't even talk to my clients about their overall number. Later on in their journey, they'll be like, what was my goal again? And I'll be like, yeah, we didn't set a goal, did we? Because that's not, that wasn't our focus. Like our focus, I, I remind my clients each and every minute, every time I see them, our focus is not that overall number. We don't care, honestly. What we care about is, are you healthy? Number one. What is it going to take to get to that point? And are you doing the, the simple things that we talk about every day? Eating your vegetables, eating your protein, drinking your water, getting some movement. And if you're doing those things, then we're good. <laughs> so um, the, the scale just provides so many great aspects. The other really important thing is the basal metabolic rate. And this is where, uh, as a bystander, seeing people post about different calorie amounts and things, what a lot of people don't understand is like you don't know any one person's actual basal metabolic rate unless you are looking at how much muscle mass they have and then all those other factors that we plug in like on the internet. But if you don't have their actual muscle mass amount, then you could be miscalculating what their needs are. And in order for some clients, like for example, I have a client who is, um, she's 65. She is uh, barely five foot and she's very... Um, sedentary. She she has a lot of knee pain and just can't walk a lot. Her basal metabolic rate's at 1,100. And if I told if I told her to consume what a lot of people think is a normal amount, she would gain weight. And so we really have to know these numbers for our clients to really be able to help them be best in the best way possible because that is really what's going to help set that apart and help them see those changes. But also help them learn, like, what does my body actually need? Um, And I think that's really important for people to know. It just cuts the uh, cycle of frustration and trying new diets and to really focus on the science of it and get some answers. I always tell people to, gosh, I wish our bodies were like computers so we could just, you know, hook them up, see what the data is and have everything read to us, which in your case, that is some little insight that the scale is doing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I feel like most of my clients would tell you that they learn so much about their bodies through this journey. Um, You know, think about like your monthly cycle. You know, they might not even actually know when their monthly cycle is, but I, I usually can call it out and be like, uh, is your cycle coming like in the next week or so? And they're like, hmm, I'm not sure. And then they like get out their, their app that tells them when their cycle is. It is, it is. Actually, oh, so that's why you were, you were having those extra cravings and you were hungry and your water's up like two pounds. Oh, okay. That makes sense. You know, so it. It helps me give the right investigative questions to ask um, because I'm seeing the data and I've been working with Embody Scales for over a decade now. And so I really kind of know what I'm reading as far as like, I also have like when a client is constipated, I can tell when they're constipated via the scale. Like if I've asked them questions and like, I know that it's not food related. I'm like, when was, when was your last bowel movement? And they're like, um, like three days ago. I'm like, well, that's why your, your number's up, you know, like, so it just helps 
a ton, just narrow down what um, what problems we might be experiencing. And this in-body scale, um, what does it look like? Yeah, yeah. So it has, um, so if you think about your traditional like body fat analyzers, they're the ones that like you hold your arms out straight and like hold them. So think about those. Those have like two sensors, right? Okay. So my scale, the in-body scale um, has um, eight sensors. So it is really able to get a much more accurate picture and depiction of what a person's body looks like on the inside at the molecular level because it has so many sensors. Whereas like that traditional one only is out here. And when people come up to me and they tell me that they did one of those at a gym and they tell me their percent body fat, I'm like, no, like that's way off. (laughs) Because it's just not as accurate because the, the sensors can only go so, they can only send a signal out so far with only two sensors. Right. And it also just depends on the electrical current coming out of their hand. Like, is it a good grip? Is it good? Um, like, did they wash their hands before? Like, all these little things matter as well. And people don't think about that. And so, um, so they stand on the scale, and um, there are four sensors underneath each foot pad. So, underneath your heel and underneath your front foot pad. So, there's four total, and you know, two on each leg. And then they hold the arm bars and on the arm bars, there's two sensors per hand as well. So you put your thumb on one sensor and then you wrap your hand around another one. And so eight total. Um, so we're able to get a really good picture. So when they stand up there, the scale talks to them. We always joke that uh, she should have a name um, because she's a little bossy. So she'll tell people how to stand properly on the scale and like, you know, keep your arms straight. And they tell her, you know, tell people what to do. And they're like, whoa, you know, they're always like taken back by um, her bossiness. But we, we joke about it. Um, and then it plays a little music while it does the analysis. And then um, they step off when the music stops. And then the data goes right to my um, my computer. My I have a We have a cloud system that it goes to. And then we're able to read and interpret the data with our clients together um, in that one-on-one setting. That sounds fun. <laughs> it is. It is really fun. It's it's funny to see everybody's different reactions. So some people are always nervous, and some people are, like truly are just excited to come in and see what it says because you know maybe they did start working out and they want to see like is my muscle changing? How is that looking? Like what's going on? You know. So it's just it's so funny to see everybody's different responses and reactions to having to come in and step on the scale. And it's, and that's what we do. Like I know a lot of dietitians are not like for stepping on the scale. But when it comes to this, I think we also as dietitians, like it is our duty to also teach people that scales are not the enemy, right? We don't need to be obsessive about it either. So it kind of goes back to that whole balance topic. But I think it's also good to have something to measure against and to know kind of where, what, how we're doing maybe once a month or once a week or whatever, but not every day, obviously. I definitely don't recommend that. But I think we need, as a culture, we need to teach that it's okay to step on a scale so people aren't afraid. Because right now, people are afraid. They have a huge fear of stepping on a scale. And that makes me sad because the scale is so much more than just that overall weight, like I mentioned earlier. It's, it's more about like, okay, how much muscle do I have? What does my body look like? I have a lot of clients that um, the, the analysis also does a breakdown of their, their arms their trunk and their legs, and it shows them how much muscle they have. My favorite thing to do is to show them, like, oh, my gosh, you have a ton of muscle there. Like, 
you, I don't know what you're doing for your workouts, but it's working. And it's, and it shows like, obviously I think we all kind of know how we carry our weight, but it shows where they're carrying their fat and water, but it also shows where they have a lot of muscle. And that is my favorite thing because people leave my office like, Oh my gosh, I didn't realize I had that much muscle. And it's so, so refreshing to change the whole concept of stepping on a scale and making it a more positive experience versus that negative experience. Because I think it's unrealistic for us to say, you should never step on a scale or you should never check in on yourself or you should never, like, I don't step on a scale very often, but like I do it occasionally to check in and see where I'm at. I think that everybody should, Um, but just to not be obsessive about it. And as we age, you know, we lose muscle mass. That's just a natural way of life. And to kind of almost prevent that aging a little bit too, and to key in on those parts of like, okay, I am doing this for my body. I am moving it the way it should and and fueling it the way I should as well. So that's just solidifying your habits. Absolutely. That's one of my favorite things, actually, especially when I have clients over 50 and, you know, I think even 60 I, because we start our muscle starts breaking down even as early as, I mean, even as early as 35. Um, but just seeing their excitement and the fact that they're either gaining muscle or that their body's changing in that way. And they thought that they couldn't, you know, whether it was because of their age, because a lot of people are stuck on their age. I'm like, you're 50, who cares? Like you'll be fine. (laughs) Um, but also their hormones or, you know, I'm going to have to exercise all the time. I don't have time to exercise or I don't want to exercise. So they get to see these changes through food as well and not just exercise. And so it's really exciting to show them that. And especially at that age group. Um, I will share a little story. When I was in high school, I think I was 10th grade, okay, PE class, we had fat analysis or body composition, which I am just like, shocked that we even did that. But anyway, <laughs> at that young of age, one of my best friends, I would friends, be mortified at that age. One of my best friends, she was a little stick thin, okay? And she was like, oh, come on, just tell me your numbers. Tell me. And I was like, no, I don't want it. She's like, finally, she, she talked me into showing my numbers. And I weighed 10 pounds more than her, but I had 10 pounds more muscle mass than her. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess I don't feel so bad. <laughs> Right. Exactly. It's so true. It's like, you don't know what that, the makeup of that person's body is, you know? And I had a client, um, she's, she's very muscular and she's just trying to tone up a little bit. And, you know, she just doesn't like, um, where she's at body fat percentage wise. And so that's what we focus on. And that's what I focus on all my clients. But for her, especially we were talking about that and she's like, she has a lot of muscle. I'm not even kidding. I'm like, you are like just killing it. And she, and she, she didn't think so, but I'm like, you are like, you're doing fantastic. And she's like, when I tell my friends, I weigh 150, they just can't believe it. Cause she looks tiny, you know, but she's just like a big block of muscle. Like she is just like, I mean, she's very toned, lots of muscle. And she, I think it was really reassuring for her to see that. Um, and see that analysis and see just how much muscle she has. Cause I think sometimes we do kind of get caught up in that overall number of like, Oh, I weigh that much, but no, I'm like, you, you keep killing that 150 because you have a ton of muscle. So for her, we're just working on healthier choices and she's a busy mom and needs some more ideas. So that's what we're kind of focusing on. I love to hear that. Jess, where can people yeah. connect with you? 
Yeah, so we, um, on our website, is a, an easy spot. Um, if anybody ever has questions or whatever, it's www.expeditionwellnesscoach.com. Um, that's expeditionwellnesscoach.com. And uh, we also are on social media. So we're on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, we are under the handle at Expedition Wellness Coach. Uh, so the business name is Expedition Wellness, but uh, that handle was not available and nor was the website. It was like $2,000 for. <laughs> so, so we went with Expedition Wellness Coach. Uh, and, uh, and we're also on Pinterest as well. And it seems like you have quite the team to your business. Yes. Yes, and we keep growing. Um, we are now officially, I just hired another dietitian. Uh, so we are now up to four dietitians, including myself. And uh, we have an assistant and we have a wellness coach who assists me at my other office in my hometown. Um, so we have, we have a really awesome team going. Wow. So tell me how many locations again that you have. Um, we'll be three after Friday. After well, Friday. we, I should, I should say we it's officially three because like we have the keys to our office. Yes. So, um, yeah. So, um, yeah, three satellite locations. And can people also see you just virtual as well? Yes, absolutely. So we have through our booking page on our website, you actually have the option right there to choose in person or virtually. Um, you can also choose by location and you can also choose by dietitian. And do people pick packages? Do they come for monthly sessions or how does that work? Yeah, that's a great question. So the way that we operate, um, I'm really big on making sure people understand what they're getting into and make sure it's a good fit before they commit. I just found that through my experience, it's a much better relationship that way. Um, some people are, they just know that they're ready and they just want to jump in and that's fine too. Um, but I feel like a lot of people are more successful when they know the information ahead of time, like what they're getting themselves into. So we do offer um, like a 30-minute complimentary consult, um, and we can do that virtually or in person as well. We, we occasionally offer uh, info sessions, which are more of like a group setting, and we do that virtually right now. We might be able to get to in-person eventually. You know, I opened my business in 2019 you know, right before the pandemic started. So I really haven't gotten to have like a normal year yet. So um, who knows, we'll, we'll maybe move on to like in-person info sessions down the road. But we start there, we give them some information, we do some scientific information to give them like a background of, you know, kind of the why, you know, and how, how our macros work, how our body burns and energy, because that to me is like a perfect initial point to educate somebody. Right. Like we have their their attention. Let's give them some education and teach them, you know, the why. Um, and then we talk about um, our services and our pricing and our practices and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then we usually have everyone start with the beginner membership. The beginner membership includes a 75 minute initial consult. And that's a time when we will do their in-body analysis, go over all their numbers, talk about their goals. We do a meal plan. Um, we, we figure out what's going to work for them. Um, and uh, yeah, so go over, it, it, that goes really fast, just that, just doing that stuff. Um, and then we do weekly follow-ups. So um, in the first month, the follow-ups are 30 minutes, and then they go down to 15 minutes after that. And there are different packages moving forward from there. So. Great. Seems like you are helping a huge number of people in changing their lives. Is there any one person or um, someone that really kind of sticks out in your head of, of that really just hit it out of the park? Oh my God. <laughs> um, 
so many people and they, I feel like they make me get teary eyed all the time. And I tell them that I'm like, Oh my gosh, just the, the text messages, the emails I get, like it just shows, you know, why I do what I do and how important it is, not just for my own soul and my own, you know, heart, but, uh, for other people and knowing that it's helping change their lives and make their lives easier and healthier. And, um, you know, for a lot of people just getting more energy, you know, that's, that's a huge thing. Um, I had a client who, you know, was kind of living in a brain fog and she's like, I didn't even realize it until, you know, I met you and we, we changed my eating habits and, um, another client, um, I, I guess I could, I could talk about this one um, in particular. She hasn't necessarily lost like astronomical amount of pounds, but what her story really shows is that it's more than just what you're eating. And she like kind of a backstory on her, you know, she has PCOS and she has some other underlying conditions, 30, like 37, I think she's young. And she was, so she had lost, I don't know, let's say 20 pounds, um, you know, doing what I told her, you know, she was doing great. And I'm like, all of a sudden she just stalled and we tried everything. We added some calories back in. We, we, she actually was exercising a little more, getting a little bit more movement. Nothing was working. And I said, you know, just with your underlying conditions, I really think you should go get your hormones checked. And so her and I had discussions over that and she ultimately did go get them checked. And what she found was that all of her adrenal hormones were just shot. She had nothing like nothing. So basically she was in a postmenopausal state and at 37 and her, she, so we just, we focused on that, like getting that better as well. And so she um, first started, her doctor first had her start with testosterone and getting the testosterone levels up, which correlated with a lot of what we were seeing on the scale, which again, this is where the in-body scale has been extremely helpful because she was just never able to gain muscle and testosterone is needed to do that. And she was working out. She was eating all the protein I was telling her to do. She was drinking her water. She was doing all these things right, but we just could not get her to gain muscle. And now I'm happy to report, and we've been working together for a couple of years now. I think she started during the pandemic. And she is finally at a point where she's getting to the right testosterone level. And this past week she was in, and all of a sudden her fat dropped, her muscle was up. She had like this awesome, awesome change. And we both just sat there like looked at each other, like wanting to probably cry, but didn't cry. Like just to know that like this journey, like where we started and where she's at now and how she's not even there necessarily for the same goals as she was when she first came. Now it's a matter of like, let's get this figured out so I can just live a normal life too. And she's had so many other challenges in there that I'm not even mentioning, but like, and they were like outside related things. And just how she's persevered and she, you know, I think the moral of this story is that you have to fight for yourself in the medical world. And I, she always tells me, she's like, Jess, if I wouldn't have come to you, I don't know that I would have with that extra level to check my hormones. And then I would have been, you know, in misery in some way or form because I wouldn't have known. And just to know that we uncovered this, you know, this issue through food, just, it just makes me 
so happy. I mean, that just saved her 10, 12 years of her life of figuring it out as opposed to coming the time and then be stuck in this moment. So, wow. Absolutely. And it's, what's crazy is a lot of my analysis just came from knowing my scale and knowing the in-body results and that I felt something was off because I knew what she was doing. I knew exactly what she was eating because she was tracking. And, and I know that she's like the type of person that like does it all and like shows it all. And and like, something's not right. Like there's just not, there's something's not right. And um, I'm just so happy that we were able to uncover it. And now we're making this like progress. It's just, it's just so awesome. Oh, that's so good to hear. Do you have any last takeaways for someone um, kind of starting the nutrition process? Um, maybe it's coming to you or coming to uh, finding help within their nutrition goals. Yeah, I would say before you even reach out to a professional, make sure you know what your goals are and what you want to achieve because every professional is going to provide different you know, specialties. You know, if I have a client that comes to me with a specific eating disorder, that's not something that I typically specialize in. So I'm going to send them to somebody who does, because I think as dietitians, we also just need to get better at doing this and referring clients on to dietitians that do specialize in that, because that's not something that I do specialize in. So I'm not going to have as many ideas and and different things because that's not what I focused on. And so I think coming into any kind of even complimentary session or discovery call or something, knowing what your, your intentions are and what your goals are so that you can make sure that that person is a good fit for you. And that's why we ultimately do that complimentary consult because we want to make sure that we're a good fit for you and make sure that, you know, our, our personalities click because if you're going to have a coach, you want to make sure that they motivate you and that they inspire you and that you have a good connection because if you don't have that good connection, then you're probably not going to do it. Yes. And I have a person that I'm going to uh, refer to you right after our call. So, <laughs> Okay, great. Awesome. Sounds good. Just with your um, specialties, with your scale and everything else, um, that is what is missing for this person. So, you, yeah. yes. Yeah. Love it. Well, that's wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> so we will get into our quick qu- closing questions. And the first one is, if you were in a TV show, which one would you be in? So uh, I was reflecting on this and I have a lot of TV shows that I watch on Netflix, especially since uh, COVID, especially. And one that I would say I kind of fell in love with is Emily in Paris. I don't know if anybody has watched that. I love Emily in Paris. I just think it's adorable. Lily Collins is just, I just love her. And I just could see myself being in Paris alongside her and um, having some fun with the, uh, the Riviera and uh, being in fashion and just all kinds of fun stuff. I just love it. Such a fun life. <laughs> right? Yes. Like, that would be nice. Uh, what is one food someone has said a dietitian eats that? Uh, yeah. So there are lots of them. Um, and over the years, I've definitely had my share, fair share of experiences with people pointing out food, which is just very rude and disrespectful, by the way. Um, don't ever do that, people, <laughs> anybody listening. Um, but I would say pizza is a big one. And I think a lot of dietitians would agree. Like when we're around other people, they're like, oh, 
you're going to eat the pizza? I'm like, heck yeah, I'm going to eat the pizza. Uh, and then also just like any kind of sweets, I feel like. Um, I once was at a, a dinner with my husband's work people. This was like even before I was officially a dietitian. I think I was still like in my internship. And the dessert of the night was cheesecake. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so excited. I get to have this cheesecake. And one of the, the um, he was like a membership rep, yelled down from the end of the table. Like this was a long table. We were at a steakhouse. He goes, hey, Jeff, are you going to eat that cheesecake? And I was just like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> and at the time, you know, I was like 20. And so I was just mortified and I was so embarrassed. And nowadays I'd be like, yep, I sure as heck am. Back then I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe he just said that. <laughs> like, I was just like, my heart was just like broken. And then unfortunately that cheesecake just didn't look as good as it did before. So it, was, it, it really is hurtful when people say those kinds of things. I think that's one good thing as we get older. We just own it. We're like, yes. Oh, yeah. I'm going to. I'm like, heck yeah. Watch me either. Right. right. <laughs> uh, last question. Best or latest book you have read? Awesome. Um, one of the uh, books I've been reading uh, is actually this. It's kind of a series. Um, I'm calling it the Fierce series. I don't know if anybody's heard of Susan Scott. She's a writer of Fierce Conversations, Fierce Leadership, Fierce Love. And um, I just finished one of those and just like fell in love with her writing style and just kind of what we can take away and learn from, you know, good communication. And, you know, that's one of my big goals this year is just to kind of, you know, bettering myself um, with communication as far as like having those conversations that are tough, whether it's with, you know, a spouse, a friend, a family member, clients, um, team members, all the, all the people. I think those conversations are really important. So that would be my my pick right now. I love it. Good. Okay. Well, awesome. have a wonderful rest of your week and we Thank will see you. you soon. Okay. Thanks again. Awesome. Thank okay. you so much. We'll see ya. Yeah, bye. bye. So how do you feel about the scale now? <laughs> I will be trying this in body scale myself to get a better measurement. And a couple of things have stuck with me after this conversation. Number one, yes, even at age 30, your muscle mass starts to decrease 3% each decade. So staying in check of the muscle composition to help you improve balance and decrease aging is very cool. Another big insight. I have many people tell me I'm in the overweight category on the body mass indicator chart. I want to get in the normal range. And specifically with this category, the BMI scale is a 200 year old method that does not give a good indication between fat, muscle, bone, and water mass in the body. It was developed by a male statistician to make a quick calculation of body fat percentage for overall health. And the BMI charts still stand today. So keep this episode in mind you are worried about your BMI number. Jess gave a wonderful examples of her clients' overall health in all types of bodies. So I hope this episode has provided some education on the scale talk. <laughs> and just like Jess said, getting to know your dietitian in their area of expertise to help you in your health journey is key. So share this episode with a friend and thank you so much for joining me on the Daily Dietitian Podcast. <laughs>